How is it going, everybody? It is Thursday night. It is 8 p.m. It is time for your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. It's me and two James here tonight. The two-man power trip filling in as some of the guys are away. We are going to get into so much tonight. We got to talk about Elimination Chamber going on on the other side of the world. We got to talk about The Rock officially joining the Bud Bloodline because things are happening there and Hollywood Rock is uh, starting to creep out, so to speak. <laughs> All that and so much more. Stay with us, folks. Your Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast starts right now. Yes, indeed. How is everyone doing Thursday night, 8 p.m.? That is when your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast goes live tonight, Season 4, Episode 4. Glad you're here with us this evening. Me and 2 James going to take you through what's happening in wrestling this week. I haven't seen you in a bit, so first yeah. things first, how is it going, boss, man? It's good to, good to have you here tonight, otherwise I'd be flying solo. <laughs> um, Good. I was like, wait, have I? Yeah, I forgot I wasn't here last week. Um, but uh, all is well, all is well. We got things to talk about tonight. Absolutely, there's there's you could have held it down by yourself. Oh, I don't know, a whole damn hour. (laughs) No one one wants that that much of me for a whole damn hour. That would not be fun. (laughs) Listen, you can hold a whole day down on Twitter, so I know you can hold a live show. (laughs) Oh, geez, these days, man, I'd be avoiding that. We might might be getting into that later because we had we had some celebrities uh getting into trouble on Twitter. So yeah. that might be a topic later in the show. We will see about that without fans uh, handle stuff when people mm-hmm. say things on, on the Twitter machine. But first, let's talk about this weekend because yeah. Elimination Chamber going on down in Perth, Australia. And it's it's kind of funny in a way. It was hitting me this morning when I was thinking about it. It's like, yeah, we keep hearing about the show being in Australia. But like, I think that the stadium show factor of it has kind of slid under the radar, it seems. that. Yeah. This is a big one. There's gonna be like forty thousand plus at this thing yeah. early in the darn morning in the states, but nevertheless, <laughs> they got a big crowd showing up down there for this thing, and it's, I think it's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle. I yeah. don't know. Have you gotten that vibe? I kind of gotten that vibe in the last like. Uh, I else. mean, I, I, initially, but I think once uh, we started to see the talent kind of doing their tours and stuff, did you realize like this is a big deal? Um, and you know, the heats down there is a little bit different. So, you know, you got to take care of their events in a perfectly, uh, climate controlled environment, or at least something that's going to be able to sh- provide some type of shade. Um, because the closer you get to that equator, you know, the, the, the hotter that heat is. I wonder if that's even still the thing with global warming, but, um, now nah, nonetheless, no, nah, yeah, it, it definitely, uh, for a moment definitely became an afterthought, but you know, now that the talent's there and boots on ground and kind of giving us some BTS, you start to say like, yeah, this, this is a big deal. And, um, I have family in Australia, Perth exactly too. Oh, really? So yeah. And in the perfect world, I would have definitely tried to make this because obviously I get to knock out two birds and one stone with the big focus of seeing family. Right. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. The one thing I can say is that like, you know, they don't always get big shows. And I mean, of anything you know no, it's been a uh, while yeah and not just not even just wrestling you know we 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 you know let's just say usher for instance you know usher does his residency in vegas does the super bowl then he uh is now doing a tour uh all through the united states maybe he adds some uk dates after that but when would another you know, nation such as or a country such as Australia, when do they get the Usher leg? You know, and then even right. if look like other artists, when do they get when do they get that attraction? They always get like the huh, now that I did that, let me go, let me go, let me figure out how I'm gonna clean up some of this uh tax money real quick. Right. So uh, <laughs> Australia it is, you know, right, they, right, they, right. They, they are after a thought with television at times, with tours and so on. So I feel good for them being able to get a premium live event at one of the uh, most interesting gimmick pay-per-views um, and it's being done proper. It's not just a glorified house show. This one will have major implications going into WrestleMania. So it's all well-deserved and folks are going to show up and show out. 
I, I, I think that's going to be the topic next week. The Australian crowd. How uh-huh. did they act? And I think it's going to be um, just like Clash at the Castle. We're going to be making that argument like, whoa, man. I think the being benchmark for right America? now is that I think the benchmark right now is that Puerto Rican crowd they had at back. Thousand percent. And all that, the stars in line for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be hard to beat because Australia doesn't have unless Adele for some reason is getting into the ring or Chris Hemsworth, they don't have the bad bunnies of the world stepping back into Puerto Rico. He's one of the biggest stars in the world, you know. So it would have to be something such as that to really, really like captivate such a monumental moment for the for the for the for the culture well, for the country and so on. Rhea's a big that, deal. Is that, say, is that the role for mommy here? You know, I mean, they're yeah, yeah. it all around her. So yeah, Rhea's a big deal. Let's that's not let's not get it wrong. But you know, Rhea's big in the in in the wrestling sphere. But like, right? You talk about superstar power, a mainstream deal, a crossover yeah. deal. Hmm? You're gonna have to have somebody um, that's gonna be able to do that. So let me see. Uh, yeah, only people I can think of right now is like the Hemsworth brothers, right. Adele. Uh, I think this. I feel like there's somebody else I'm missing, but yeah, they they would need something like that. And hell, they, that's who that's who should have been doing the theme song. Somebody on, around a, 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 an Australian celebrity of sorts um, that 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 could add some extra draw. But either way, it's gonna be a big deal for them. Well, I'm sure Triple H and his global domination will be sitting in, uh, very paying very close attention to the analytics here. No doubt, no doubt. We saw everyone getting into into country. It seemed uh, yesterday, yeah. and then all the, the the media rollout seemed to be going on this morning. Everyone's doing their media stuff, so the hype train is definitely building. Now, of yeah. course, for us folks here in the states, the biggest curveball with this show is the time. <laughs> Because this is going to be <laughs> happening at 5 a.m. Eastern. So we're probably going from like 5 a.m. Eastern to about 8 a.m., 9 a.m. Eastern, somewhere in there. So very early. And then, if, of course, if you're further out, if you're out west, this is going to be the middle of the night. You know, yeah. This, this is a uh, the time zone thing is definitely going to throw people for a curve. So I've already seen a lot of people talking about, I got to get up all early for this. And I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm, I'm not getting up at no 5 a.m. for no wrestling. On a Saturday morning when right. I don't got to work. That is not yeah. happening. So this is going to be uh, wake up and throw it on uh, over breakfast that morning yeah. is my plan. But yeah. let's take a look at this uh, this card. Because being I just, Elimination Chamber. I just quickly Google. Yeah. So Dale's actually from the UK. So my apologies on that. But I did quickly look at celebrities from the UK. The Hemsworth okay. Brothers, I was right. Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman. Man, ah. let me tell you. And he's if done were, stuff with them before. Yeah. Oh, my God. And Deadpool is on the way. Holy right? crap. If there was something they could have did with that. He punched um, out Dolph Ziggler that time on Raw. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not in the ring. He was a guest yeah. host. Yeah. They got some. Yeah. Yeah. Iggy Azalea. I mean, she, you know, she had some crossover appeal. Um, but yeah, well, Eric Bana. I'll tell you this. Yeah. They have space on this show because there's only four matches announced. I love it. I love it. Fans right now. Here's what we got. We have the tag team championship Mm -hmm. with a judgment day against uh, Pete Dunn and Tyler Bate. That's happening. We got Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax for the women's championship, which I'm kind of curious. You you think that one's going to main event or will the one of the chambers main event? Um, you know, the thing about this, and I know there's like a special notoriety about who closes the show, right? But is it me or do I feel like a lost art is who also opens the show is a big deal? Yep. Hey, you ask most wrestlers, either they want to be on the end or they want to be opening. Yeah. I was like, where the crowd's the hottest. I'm opening with Rhea and Nia, not even playing. If I if I had to do it, I had to do it. A hell of an idea just to get that crowd hype right out the gate. Yeah, because the thing is the elimination chambers really do deflate. Uh, and, and not even just elimination chambers. The gimmick matches deflate middle matches all the time. So with the Rumble, um, and and and, and there's always been solid quality matches between them, but the crowd is already just exhausted because of just what these gimmick matches bring. You right. definitely don't want Rhea, and and, and I and I even think if you do close with her, you're okay by mm-hmm. all means. 
But I think open having her open it up is still a, such a big deal for her, the country. Um, and I think it's a banger of a match, you know. But yeah, if if you don't go that way, then obviously you have to put them in the main event. So yeah, really quick, if I had to, if I had to really book this card out here, I would go Rhea Nia first. Okay. I would go. Matter of fact, and then I go Drew. I'm sorry, no, I do the yeah. I go Rhea Nia, Rhea Nia first. The tag match second, back to back elimination chambers. Let the ladies close it out. Oh, uh, for the okay. night. That's okay. how I would go. So we got the two chambers. We got the women's and the men's, just like at the Rumble. So there's a good chance they might do the deal where the women o- women's chamber opens and the men ones closes or something. You know that that's how they did the Rumble. The space those out, but the chambers at least aren't nowhere near as long. So that helps. Yeah. So they tend to be around a half hour or so. But the women's elimination chamber, we got Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton in her main roster pay-per-view. De- oh, yeah. oh, she's in the Rumble. So yeah. I guess this doesn't count as her main roster pay-per-view debut since she was in the yeah. Rumble. Uh, Naomi also and Raquel Rodriguez, who returned yeah. rounding out the women's chamber. On the men's chamber, we got Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight, Kevin Owens, and U.S. champion Logan Paul in there also is a bit of a curveball. Mm-hmm. So that's our chamber fields. And the only other thing announced for the show isn't a match, but there's going to be a Grayson Waller effect with Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins. In. Yeah. So that could angle alert or something there. So, something's going to happen there yeah. of some sort. But this five things announced, there is space on this show for something. For sure. Yeah. Whether they add another match or something, I don't know. But like you said, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, some star power of some sort possibly shows up during this. Yeah. But yeah. Let's look at these chambers. Let's look mm-hmm. at these chambers. Let's start with the women's. The women's is interesting to me since we got we got Becky, we got Bianca, who are kind of like one and two right there, you know, been top of the food chain the last few years at WrestleMania outside of Rhea. Liv Morgan just returned, so she's kind of like, you know, on a hot streak right now. Got a lot of momentum behind her. Tiffany Stratton just showed up, so I expect this will be one of those deals where she'll get a good showing, but I'm not really expecting more than that from her right now. Yeah. Naomi just came back from Impact. Another case much like Liv Morgan where there's a lot of kind of curiosity there. There's some momentum going on. And then out of nowhere this Monday, Raquel Rodriguez shows up too. So. We got, I guess, three returning people in this match. And then Becky and Bianca is kind of like, you know, the the old guard, but by far, you know, the big standard names in it. Yeah. So I think they got, they got a couple directions they could, they could go here with this. And of course, this would be to face uh, Rhea or Nia Jax if Nia Jax wins the title. (laughs) I I was assuming, you know, this is probably to face Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. Yeah, don't don't put any don't put anything of value on that one. <laughs> right, right, right. So you know what would be like? I mean, granted, you know Rhea doesn't necessarily have to have the title going into WrestleMania, but wouldn't it be oh. nuts if she did lose it to Nia just to come back into Elimination Chamber and win it in her home country? I mean, they like doing crazy stuff with with Rhea, and it it wouldn't be. It, it, I mean, it's obviously this is super fantasy booking, but like the big thing for this is that you want to make sure that Rhea has a big moment. Right. I also think that Nia is underappreciated right now. She's been doing fantastic work since she's gotten back. Um, and I think, you know, folks want to always make very internet claims on her, get back in the PC and all this other stuff. But like she's had some very solid matches. That, ma- that match with Becky was very good. And I think. The way, as much as you're going to build up our our, our heroes, our, our faces, you know, the villain work, the, the 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 heel work that she's doing has made a lot of people look good. So Becky, you go to Jade. Um, but this is a big task because you really, really got to make uh, Rhea shine. But Rhea has been making others shine, which just leaves this the endless possibilities for what they can do with this match and just make it such good storytelling. But yeah, I mean, I'm definitely interested to see how that's going to work out. I have no predictions who's winning that chamber since Jade's not in it. Yeah, there was a lot of people thinking Jade was going to show up this Monday and end up being Raquel instead. So, yeah. I mean, hey, like you just mentioned, just because this is the field right now, you never know. Something might happen that day of the show. They might throw us a curveball. You, you they, 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 they like to do that sort of stuff on the road to WrestleMania. So, 
I think next week we're going to have an interesting talk about how this shook out. I think a lot of people are just assuming, oh, it's going to be Becky. Then it'll be Becky and Rhea at WrestleMania. And that's probably your safe bet. But Bianca Belair is too hot a property. Liv Morgan has been hyping up the whole deal that they used to be partners and Rhea's who took her out. So Naomi's kind of like an entire wild card in this thing. So I think that there's yeah. more possibilities than just beyond Becky. I don't think it's a, it, this is not one of those where like, it's a slam dunk. Oh, it's got to be Becky. That's got it. There's no other option. So there's other options here. There's definitely that's other definitely options. not one I've been like high on anyway. I know everybody's saying it, but I, I don't know. I don't I don't see on my looking at my chart here. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't see where it fits, but you know, yeah, we'll see. We will see. Good, That'll be our good problem for the week. women's though. Good no, absolutely. Problem. I'd rather they have options and it not be clear because that makes for a more interesting match. When it's one yeah. of those here, it's like, okay, let's was waiting for it. And we, we know it's going to be one of these two. It's like, no, we, we have some options here. We have a good three options for sure. And really four, if you really stretch it to be like, oh, they do something outside the box. You never know. Now on the men's side. Men's side, there's a lot of star power in this match. So like I said before, we got Drew McIntyre, who is just on a hell of a run right now. And honestly, probably one of my most favorite guys in the whole company right now. Hell, in wrestling, period. With just the work he's been doing character-wise right now with the, you know, I was wronged and I I need to get my opportunity that was taken from me. And (laughs) I carried this company through the pandemic and all this. And I've never had a WrestleMania win in front of the, you know, title win in front of the crowd. So, like, Drew, I'm loving right now. Randy Orton, of course, he just came back. A lot mm-hmm. of stuff going on there. Bobby Lashley's kind of been lost in the shuffle lately. But yeah. you can never count Bobby Lashley out. LA Knight, of course, is hell since the fall. Been one of like their hottest pieces of property right now. So yeah. he's in there. Kevin Owens, can never count him out. And Logan Paul, again, another that that, that kind of you know celebrity internet celebrity factor that mm-hmm. I'm sure he he's gonna do something crazy in there. Logan Paul gonna do something like come off one of those pods. Yeah. something of some sort he he's gonna go for his uh highlight reel uh twitter gif moment in there <laughs> but looking at that for me personally i'm just like give me drew mcintyre i want to see drew go all the way i, I, I want yeah. drew to get this but again not an absolute slam dunk where i can say oh yeah he, he's got this wrapped up no there's randy orton's in there for god's sake so there's not a chance i can write randy orton out of that damn chamber so I don't. Yeah. Know. What do you, What are you thinking on this men's side? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards Drew on this, but I mean, you can't count Randy Orton now. La Knight and just uh, how popular he is makes it always a a, a very tempting choice. Uh, but you know, when I when I think about the bigger picture, you know, Drew with Seth, I think Punk comes back. I think uh, Punk injury is. Uh, does have him off television for a while, obviously, but I think there's I, I don't know. I've been believing in sports medicine a little better, a little a lot more than than regular, just seeing what Charlotte's doing. So I just yeah. feel like there may be room for Punk to have rehab back to get back in time. I mean, hell, Seth Rollins is hurt. Uh, so you know, I, I do think that it makes sense for that to have been like a triple threat of sorts, possibly down the line for the three of them i um, man that's a big match it sells tickets it's interesting it could, that's a match where you look at it on paper and say that can go either way as well too you know mm-hmm. so um but yeah I'm, I'm 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 feeling very confident with drew on that one yeah see that's that's kind of the wild card here is that match is for a title shot at seth rollins since we got you know cody and roman tied up on the other side so this yeah. is for seth rollins title yet Seth is involved with all this stuff with Cody and Roman Reigns. And it's like, it's kind of being forgotten about with all that going on. That's like, hello, this is for his, uh, his title and it's for WrestleMania. So how does that all figure in here? How does that all, that's, I think the next shoe that has to drop is like, okay, whoever wins this, they got to kind of insert themselves into stuff and be like, quit worrying about what's going on with Cody Rhodes. Quit worrying about what's going on with the bloodline. Uh, you got a title defense and you got one bad leg. So there's, yeah, and, you know, there's and a that's lot what, of moving pieces here. And that's what makes Drew, again, the right choice here is because he's been doing such good mic work. You're like, oh, he easily talks himself into that. Mm-hmm. He easily makes it interesting based on, you know, how he's able to, you know, 
sort of cater to the punk injury, cater to the title picture, what he wants to do, probably give some tidbits about the bloodline. I mean, he's just been the, the way how Drew has really stepped up in terms of uh, Mike and promotional work. Um, I think really solidified his win in this elimination chamber for me, but also makes him interesting leading up into WrestleMania. He's he, he's not just coming out as this big uh, muscular guy that, you know, obviously is a good wrestler, easily a threat to win in any match. And that's it. You know, he's like he, he has actually some character to him that makes it really appealing to to really carry out um carry out storylines without it being done in the ring he can he yeah. can he can work on the mic no absolutely no he's he's doing that great deal that like you'll get a, from a lot of villains in a different you know forms of media whether it be comics or dramas yeah. or whatever where it's like yeah he's able to tell his story and make his points in ways that are logical and they make sense so you're not saying oh this isn't this isn't just bs what he's saying is true and from yeah. his perspective, it all makes sense like that. So, it, you know, his motivation is like genuine. It's not coming yeah. across like he's playing a character. Or he's playing a role in the world that he's in here. It's like, oh, this is exactly what everything he's saying is like, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that's what happened to him. Yeah. CM Punk shows up. Oh, Kai gets pushed ahead of him. And yep, that's true. So yeah. CM Punk gets hurt. Now he's benefiting from it. So yeah, of course he'd be happy about that. It's like, <laughs> it's like it, it is what it is. It's yeah. so it's that it's, it's just, he's done a great job of drawing on all this real stuff to where it's like, you're watching it and you're hearing it. And you're just like, God damn it. You know, he's got a damn point. Yeah. <laughs> I can see where he's coming from. And that's, yeah. what, that's what makes it work. That's what makes it work. Truly. Yeah. So I don't, good for him, man. Other, hell yeah, man. I, 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 I always was I was always wishy-washy on on Drew. Mm, yeah. Especially that first title run. And I think a lot of that is just because it came at such a weird time. Yeah. You know, like said, hell, it was the height of the pandemic. He carried the damn company on his back in the damn performance center with nobody there. Yeah. Um, that's why I'm like, I'd like to see him get this. I'd really yeah. like to see him get this and get that moment. It's kind of like, no, nah, dude, he's he's come a long damn way. So yeah. Not 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 even a question. Even points where I was just like, this dude is kind of like, you know, I, I'll be honest, I'd be one to say like, he was so over at a point that I just could not make sense of it. <laughs> yeah, the, the people who were into him were always very into him, and they didn't click for me either. It was just like, why are y'all making such a big damn deal about yeah. McIntyre? I mean, he's all right, but yeah. <laughs> what's the what's the big deal? Yeah, he he looks the part without, and I think he does good matches. But I was just like, people go crazy for him, and I'm like, I know y'all not just just completely over him just by wrestling alone. So, but you know, good for him because I think even with him potentially could be comfortable in what he was to see him continue to really evolve himself has made it interesting to the point that like I'm almost willing to buy into him winning and seeing what he looks like as a champ. You're going to talk yeah. all this about wanting to do it in front of everybody. So what does it look like once you do it? And I think that could be interesting. I think it it could be a level of momentum that, you know, and he, what is he working? He's working heel, I would assume, right? Yeah, it's, he, 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 he's supposed to be taken as a heel. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, you know. We're, we're kind of at that point now where it's like, He's he's you know he's starting to get a little you know more in the gray area like this we yeah. got wrong where, where Co Cody got hit with the thumb and he saw it and he was like too damn bad <laughs> I'm getting my win yeah and like it, so it he's gives going you... he's going closer and closer into that gray area right outright just you know I was it, wrong Ugh. it's given like classic it's given like classic Orton but also I was gonna say like if Cody wins I mean one champion being faced one champion being healed sort of makes sense to me and i think they both yeah. they both draw within the wrestling sphere i mean again whether i was on board or not drew has been nuclear hot <laughs> every single time i've ever seen him live yeah. he just gets a he just gets a special reaction so yeah him winning could be good for the arena could be good for the good home the good feel good moment you know you know seth Rollins going to get his pop with his music if, if punk get in there he'll get his pop with his music and Drew winning, I think it just all works in every corner. We'll see. So, we got, we, we got just about a month and a half now till Mania. Yeah. So, hell, the next week we'll be talking about, of course, what happened at Elimination Chamber. And they'll be like, 
all right. And every week, essentially now between Mania, every show is kind of like, all right, what, what is the status now? <laughs> what does WrestleMania look like now? It's truly yeah. evolving on a week-to-week basis, which I guess will it'll get us into our next topic after we yeah. come back from the break. We'll do our break now because we got The Rock officially part of the bloodline and they're, he, his character is evolving on like a week-to-week yeah. basis, it seems yeah. now. So, yeah. yep, yep, we got to do that. So there we go. We will be back after this break. We will get into what's going on with The Rock, with yeah, uh, yep. his uh, Joy of the Bloodline, and then we'll go from <laughs> there. So, folks, stay with us. It is Thursday night. It's your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast, and we will be back right after this. A little birdie told me, everybody, that you may be interested in doing some sponsorship and advertising opportunities with us here at Big Gold Belt Media. You know what? You might as well, because we are the golden standard for all of your media needs, Why would you want to go anywhere else? Besides, all of your pre-roll ads, your mid-roll ads, as well as your on-air reads are going to be done by me, Damien G. Yeah, professional broadcaster, Damien G. We do all types of social media promotions. That means your podcast, your IG, your Facebook, your Twitter, and your business website all get shouted out on our network here at Big Gold Belt Media, where we cover wrestling movies, comics, and more. And you can find out more information and make those inquiries, kids, because, you know, limited time offer here at BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com. Again, that is BigGoldBeltGroup at gmail.com. Why would you want to go anywhere else? I wouldn't. Well, I work here, but I still wouldn't even if I didn't. So again, Big Gold Belt Media for all your sponsorship and advertising opportunities, your podcast, your IG, your Facebook, your Twitter, all of your social media platforms, as well as any business website you want us to promote on our show, Group at gmail.com, and let them know Damien G sent you. That's right, folks. Let them know Damien G sent you. <laughs> Damien might be back next week, he was saying. We'll have more of, the, more of the full crew in effect than just the two of us here this week. But it is Will here with two yeah. James. Here this week on your Big Old Belt Wrestling Podcast every Thursday yeah. night, 8 p.m. And, of course, streaming live on all platforms between Twitch, and YouTube, and the X and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, and this, right this, now in the chat, uh-huh. get in there. Listen, just make it easy. Make it easy. BigOldBelt.com slash live. Get you, there you go. to the live show whenever we're live in anything at Big Old Belt Media. So, yeah, BigOldBelt.com slash live get you right to this live chat so there you go gotta worry about whatever platform you want to go to just pick it up right on the website you're right on there so yeah there you go any any of tons of different ways to catch it out every thursday night so Mm -hmm. we were talking about this before we went to break so let's get into it the rock (laughs) our buddy Dwayne. our buddy Dwayne. so on a last show one of the things we were talking about was like, okay, we're waiting for the next shoe to drop on what's going on with the rock and Roman reigns and all this. And the next night they were going to be on SmackDown. So this is the first show we've had since then. So last week on SmackDown, we had the big, uh, kind of the, the come together moment of the bloodline and the rock in full effect. And I guess when we're talking in full effect, we're talking, Old five hundred dollar shirts came out, except now they got no sleeves because Rock's got <laughs> gun. The, 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 the new physique, the Hollywood physique. Of course, yeah. a lot of people were comparing it to Hollywood Rock, but it was definitely a bit of a throwback to uh mm-hmm. that 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 uh two thousand early uh him him Scorpion King era <laughs> kind of the Rock when he first got yeah. that taste of Hollywood. But uh, uh he is he is back. He is in his old form. He is not being shy about. Oh, I'll, uh, y'all don't want me here. That's okay. We can. I'll run with this. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play it safe and be like, oh no, no, no. Can't have these folks booing me. He he yeah. was having some fun out there on SmackDown and getting into it with the crowd and and definitely channeling the the Rock and not you know not so much the People's Champion. He was definitely yeah. channeling the Rock and uh. Firmly aligned with Roman Reigns, he put the one up and all that. And uh, for right now, he he is a uh, firmly entrenched with the bloodline. And I guess the question really is, like we were saying earlier, we got a month and a half to WrestleMania. Still, just 
Cody and Roman at this point. We didn't go any further with how Rock figures into things, but right. what's going on with the Rock here? What what what, what do you think we are? Uh, what are we headed towards with this? I'm I ain't buying it. That's first off <laughs> because. And listen, listen, the first thing we need to remember is he had that whole moment with Cody where he came mm-hmm. out and he talked about he, he got advisement from somebody that knows him well. Right. I can't believe how we're just going to pretend like none of that happened. That's that's, true. that's the first thing. The second thing is, do The Rock really want to be the bad guy? It's fun to yank everybody's ties. It's It's fun for him to... You know, go do promotional work, the Pac McAfee's, the 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 college football uh Saturdays, you know, getting on there, cutting promos, and obviously he cuts the promo in a, in the sense of showing what he used to do as the rock. Now he gets to do a little bit more regularly. And so yeah, it's fun for him. He's an actor, obviously one of the biggest actors in the world, grossing wise. Um and to me, this just feels like a bit, just a longer bit, because <laughs> I, I think that one, yeah, I, 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 I firmly think that he is a implant in the bloodline to really destroy them from the inside out. You know, he's working um, for Cody. That's what you're he's saying. He's working for Cody. He's working <laughs> for Cody. But I, I just can't see him not wanting to be the good guy, the hero. To 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 you know, and then yeah, then along the line you get the you get Roman versus The Rock at SummerSlam. It's a big deal there, or if they want to stretch it out that far or not. But I don't know. I I, I just for me personally, I just can't see him wanting to be the bad guy executing this all the way out. I don't. I I think the promos. I don't know. I'm not really buying into him too much. I I think people are, which is good. He's definitely roughing some feathers. Um, but I think it's a, I think it's just a swerve all the way around. I think that he, that moment he had with Cody was for a reason. Um, they're going to have to make that make sense still. Cause that definitely was a hard pivot. Right. <laughs> it seemed like it never happened. Um, but I think it definitely is because he has something, uh, stored up. I was going to say something cooking, but that's like a terrible pun here. <laughs> or maybe you like, it, I don't know. Uh, but I definitely think it's going to be something to amount to this, where he ends up being the reason why Roman loses, uh, at mania. Okay. Well, I mean, we know they're, they are hinting heavily with Cody and Seth becoming a unit. So, and they're yeah. clearly doing something with that elimination chamber since they're going to have both of them on the Grayson Waller effect since they don't have matches. So something's going to happen there. Um, If we end up going to a tag match on like night one, like people are saying that that's the the rumor of the day going around, but that the pieces are definitely in place right now for that to happen. I mean, you know, what was hitting me? It was like, cause it's like, how's rock figure in here? And I people being like, Oh, it's going to be a three way. And I'm like, I don't see a three way, but what I do can see it's reminding me of Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels with Mike Tyson involved. Right. When Tyson was the enforcer and you thought he joined DX and he was in DX's pocket, but then come the match, what happens? Wow. <laughs> he puts HBK down. That's the deal. That's yeah. the deal. So they might just be running that back. It's been, you know, longer that it might be that similar kind of deal where you know, Rock will be out there in some capacity for the match, but not actually in the match. And then he just has to do, you know, one big spot to do it and yeah. set Cody up. That yeah. could be what we're going for. Or they could play it on. If they end up doing this tag match, they could play it off the tag match. Something goes wrong in the tag match and Roman blames him or something. That's the other thing. We're very much playing up the deal where Rock is like here and Roman's yeah. kind of 1A just right underneath him. You know, high chief, tribal chief. (laughs) That little bit bit underneath where it's like, oh, the the dynamic's a little different now. It's changed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, I think like it sort of hurts Roman in terms of the monster build that he's had all this time. I don't think a lot of people are talking about that. Um, but I do agree. I think I think one you put the rock on it, you put a rock on a card in any capacity, it's going to be worth promoting. He's a manager, he's a steer or whatnot. But you know, I I, I again, I think I, I agree. There there will be some measure of ultimate swerving coming on, and the rock is uh 
going to be the catalyst of the the, the, the demise of the tribal chief. But I'll tell you what, man, in another parallel universe, if Roman wins this match, it would be the biggest thing ever. Um, I, I've been saying from the jump that all this squabbling between Cody and Rock, whatever, they're all just fighting to see who's going to lose the tribal chief at the end of the day. But who Jaleel here on YouTube says he completely agrees with what we're yeah. laying down. So, yeah, I, I if it's the double agent, I don't know. But yeah, they're in another universe. In another universe, tribal chief is still reigning supreme, one way or another. Because that that was always my theme in the beginning. It's like, what, what would Rock be coming back for in, in the re, in the big picture? It'd be like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm gonna put over my cousin, you know, as my yeah, last also, kind of act in wrestling. Like, he don't need the damn win. He don't need yeah. the title. None of that makes any damn sense. And like the Rock, is, I mean, also uh, you listen. The Rock is a huge draw, and he has resources to to make anything he does a big deal. Why waste it so quick? Is the other thing, you know? Why, 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 why get him back in wrestling form and getting him back in the ring just to burn through that possibility right away? I, I, I think there's bigger money to be made down the line, and I think by just having him somewhat involved, like, and that's the thing, he has to be involved in a way that becomes a swerve because let's just say Roman wins clean, then what? Or right. why was he Cody here for wins. the whole damn time? Yeah, right. or Cody wins clean. Then what? Yeah, what, what? You know, it has to be something. And and for him to side with Cody, go face, go against Roman as heel. I mean, it makes sense. It also makes a lot of sense of just the story they can tell. And then you start to really get the bloodline involved. You know, you can get Jay involved back in this, and and Jimmy back involved, mm, and that, everybody that's else. That's a oh yeah. Too. We got all this going on with Jimmy and Jay. Rock ain't weighed in on any of that at all. And I've been curious about that. It's like the family dynamic is all topsy-turvy and he's just hanging out here with Roman. It's like, what What about uh, about the cousins? What about yeah. the cousins? Hell, Jimmy jumped Jay on Raw. I'm, I'm, I want Dwayne to weigh in on that, on what's going mm-hmm. on with that whole mess. Because he hasn't yeah. touched any of that yet. Yeah, and they did kind of hint at it. They was like, hey, we're going to make everything right that Jay messed up. And then it just wasn't a thing, you know, the rock joins, but I don't know, man, I never bought into him joining. Didn't feel like a big deal or big moment. It was kind of like, Oh, I thought you was already there, but I guess you had to officially announce it. Cool. And I also think maybe the rocks promos is a little long winded right now for me, but it's just because he knows how to rope the crowd in, in a way that a lot of folks just can't. Right. And maybe he even has that confidence where he's just like, I'm, I can go off the script at any point in order to ensure that these folks are going to navigate what I'm trying to tell them to do. I want them to hate me. They'll hate me if I want them to like me. If I want them to chant. If I want them to answer. I mean, he just knows how to work it every single way he takes. So I don't know. But I, I, I just, again, WrestleMania, I cannot see him wanting to be a part of the reason why everybody's being booed, why, he's, uh, why they're booing at the end of the night. But even with that being said, too, I also do like the two-night thing tag match one night he's he's proper but he's proper bloodline right and everything's all well night two you think it's all well and it ain't right and it just ain't you know it can, it can all end with his redemption at the end of the night cody getting anointed i mean that there's a whole lot of folks out there that want that to happen but yeah oh god yeah i still one thing you cannot count out roman reigns on this damn title run no matter what, no matter what's going on with all this, no matter what's yeah. going on with Dwayne being involved, Cody, what's the, Seth, what's Rollins, the next milestone? Ooh, um, well, that's just it. So the next one would be passing Hogan's eighty-four to eighty-eight run, but that would take getting all the way to September. So we gotta get through SummerSlam to September to cross that. And then once you get past that, then it's like way, way, way out there. That's the next one. So yeah. he'd have to hold it through the summer. I said this, and now it's starting to click to me that the biggest loser in all of this is Roman Streak. That record yeah. that he's try- trying to break was definitely, I mean, this is a no-brainer he wins. Cody doesn't win the Rumble, and Roman wins whoever he's facing at WrestleMania because they're going to just walk as close as they can to um, him and that Hogan uh, record. But The Rock comes in, 
and it's been nothing but bad for the for 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 Roman. The streak is definitely done. It's no question that it's done. And even with him being as established as the tribal chief, that doesn't even feel like a big deal anymore because you got the high chief, you know. And he's been overshadowed now. That's he's been it. overshadowed. The, the, whole, yeah. the whole the whole dynamics changed up, and that's where I'm thinking. And and, and Jaleel said here, we got to set up Rock and Roman somehow. That's just yeah. I think the story of the next month and a half might be Rock being around, Rock being in the spotlight, Rock being getting all the attention, Rock being the high chief, and right next to him, we're gonna slowly have Roman simmering and getting a little hotter. <laughs> getting a little hotter <laughs> and getting a little bit more annoyed so that by yeah. the time we get to Philadelphia, that's when it'll, it'll, he'll pop off. Finally, something's going to, something's going to happen and he's going to get sick. Like, why, why are you here in my business? I've been yeah. holding this all down for, for years now. And now you show up here and this happens. So yeah, like, like Jaleel just said, got to get to rock and Roman somehow. Yeah. Cause that's the match. Mm -hmm. That's the match he wanted to begin with. So it might not, if it ain't happening at WrestleMania, like you said, you lay the groundwork here. You do it at SummerSlam or something. Or that's the uh, match the fans wanted. Yeah, that's Hell, the match the fans wanted for years. So. <laughs> for years. Folks yeah. try to act like they didn't want that. It's like y'all were begging for this, begging. <laughs> uh, Cody got hot, and everyone was like, "Oh no, we gotta go for Cody now." Everyone wants yeah. Cody. Uh, I guess it is what it is, but I don't know. That's that's the deal with the Rock. That's yeah. the deal with the Rock. I guess I I don't think we'll be seeing him in uh, Australia this weekend, but I guess you never know. Man, yeah, I think Rock he has to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't see why not. I mean, I mean, at this point now, he, he's like a he's a brand ambassador or, or, or he's a marketing genius, and uh, unless the football league, United Football League, has any involvement, uh, any um, obligations right now, but I don't I don't see why not. I don't see why he doesn't show up do some media. Um, and then, you know, do what he got to do. Yeah, hell yeah, he got private jet. Got private everything he wants. <laughs> private island, <laughs> you know, like, he ain't worried about that. But but listen, like, the thing is, too, like, the, the real big thing is um, you have to, he has to be down there as well, too, because I think next to Triple H, they want to look at numbers. They want to look at analytics. They want to see what, right. what's the draw in these countries. And when you talk about the, the, the island of Samoa, you're talking about Hawaii. You want to know like what that demo what are they are they coming out because that bloodline match is going to draw and I'm sure it's going to have they want to keep that family centric and oriented because that's sort of what been WWE's whole thing has been has been hitting these different markets. So right. do you take a look at Hawaii doesn't have a stadium right now so that's a huge problem which ultimately goes back to my theory about Vegas is being the destination for everybody to make that trip. So you know I, I, beyond the wrestler. And beyond a person on the board, I think he just understands business all day, every day. And I think you he, he it, it it would be a bad it would be a bad mess if he didn't show up in some capacity just to kind of uh get a lay of the land and see what's to come. Because that 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 bloodline match that we're looking forward to, uh definitely is a big deal. And I'm gonna I'm sure they're gonna make sure that it's done in the right place and at the right time. Oh yeah, I mean when that match does happen, wherever it ends up happening, it's it's not going to be some small time thing. That's an event. That's a stadium show. That's a high ticket deal. I mean, probably the only way it happens anything small is if for some reason, like Saudi put up a ton of money and becomes one of those Saudi shows, which I mean, would not be a shocker for them to be like, look, we will pay through the nose yeah. to get this match exclusive and, over here. And I think, you know, obviously predicted or just, you know, guessing here is, Saudi asks for available talent. I don't think they're like booking matches per se, but I did just, they just hear want, they just want names. They would yeah, want, they just want names. They wouldn't give yeah. a damn who won it. They just want the match and be able to say mm -hmm. they had it. Yeah, that's, that's it. So you put the Rock versus I don't know fucking Goldberg in there and don't eat it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> and that listen now that the now that the tab is clean without having Brock there each and every time. You know, they got to spend it on somebody. So, of course, they're going to buy, oh, The Rock's back? <laughs> we'll send everything to get him to come and do a match there. And and honestly, what if it's their idea of being able to book The Rock's first singles match back there uh -oh. in Saudi Arabia? And who would it be? Who would it be? Who could it be? You know, 
LA Knight, big name. Just somebody, somebody who's just willing to step up to for, to the plate. You know, could be interesting. Randy Orton, anybody? I can, I can see Orton. I can see Orton as like a a guy that they a lot of people would view in that kind of same stratosphere at yep. least. If we're people we're talking people that's not Roman Reigns, C- Cody wouldn't make any sense. I wouldn't. I would not want to see that because I don't think that would do any. That would not help Cody in any way, especially if no. he's a new champion. That would be like that would be <laughs> not a good idea. If he at all go with that way, that'd be like no, you do not book that match at <laughs> all. It could be Seth Rollins. Rollins would work better of the two. We were talking about Drew McIntyre earlier. Yeah, if he's like. If he becomes now, that would work. Yeah, that's an interesting matchup. This new version of Drew versus if it comes full circle, Rock's face again. It's a big deal. I I can see that that one. I could see that's a huge match right there. Huge match. But I mean, the Rock still got to be in wrestling form. He got you know he got to get it there. He's gonna have to get some warm up matches and whatnot. So if he does something in Saudi, it would be definitely somebody that you know that works a good healthy style of wrestling that just makes sense you know and somebody like la knight rings a bell easily and and orton orton and the longevity of of what orton does logan paul logan paul can't go wrong a spectacle like you know like social media event type thing yeah Oh, that would, I mean, the internet's broken thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just looking for, you know, crazy internet hype. I yeah. mean, I don't know. That, yeah. I don't know. They think, once again, they have options. They have mm-hmm. options. It is what it yeah. is. Fun time, man. That, that's right. the big thing is like not wanting to be right here. Just thinking about all the possibilities is exciting. <laughs> Anything else involving The Rock? I think we've covered. No, I don't think so. I'm, I stand with you. I think there's the, there's an ultimate swerve of sorts coming with him. They do two nights. I think one night of loyalty, the next night of uh, of shadiness. Uh, <laughs> the Rock and Roman down the line makes sense. Uh, and I just don't think The Rock wants to be the bad guy. You know what? You know why? I forgot about even mentioning this. People really do care about their image. No matter how much money you have. No matter right. what type of clout. You, you you have it, he's such a public figure it's like and and let's not forget when warner brothers discovery and the whole thing with black adam when that went Uh-oh. when that went bad when young rock went down right. uh what was the other thing and um the um it was something it was three things that kind of happened at once was it the doors of the xfl no i don't think that clo- did that did that close was a mer- they merged, so it wasn't like yeah, a, you know. yeah. So so right, it wasn't that. It was something else. But obviously, obviously the there black was something Adam else. He, was, there was something else he was trying to get, wasn't it? And then he didn't get it. Right, it like there was some other role he was trying to get his, his hands on. Ugh, right. Like, well, well, yeah. Well, black. Well, the whole thing with Black Adams and James Gunn that didn't look right. right. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Here we go. I remember it all now. So Black Adam was the whole supposed to be this whole thing with the DC extended right. universe that got shut down. James Gunn was like, nah, we didn't authorize the Henry Cavill thing. Henry Cavill left um, The Witcher in order to go back for Superman, which ultimately that screwed him and screwed The Rock. And that all is a no, that's a foregone thing. It didn't do right. good, didn't do good ratings. It's not going to be part of the new plan. Then the secondary thing, uh, Young Rock canceled I think it had ran his course, whatever. The third yeah. thing is he rekindled his relationship with Vin Diesel to return back to the Fast franchise, That's right? That's right. That's right. Then he appeared in wrestling because after the all of the bad PR about him uh, take trying to take over franchises and not being able, over-promising, under-delivering, he had to go back to his roots of coming back to the one place that got him all of his love, fame, and attention, the place that gives him the chills on his arms is pro wrestling. <laughs> the damn goose, the goose yeah, thing all is like, the time. I'm rolling my eyes every time he does that. Now it's like all the time. <laughs> chill the hell out. All the dude. time. And 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 so to come back to want to be the bad guy doesn't just quite make sense of him running that narrative, especially since he was labeled as a true bad guy in Hollywood. 
he definitely was just somebody that they thought was like, hey, we don't want to work with him. We don't want a part of our projects. And I agree. The Rock was definitely taking a hostile takeover over any franchise he was in. Anything he was touching, you was hearing about some random ass spinoff that was coming that no one asked for. No one asked for Hobson Shaw, okay? No one. That's why Tyrese was crying. It was about, it was about Paul, yeah, and we started. I feel him. But my man was like, nah, I print dollars. <laughs> so we're gonna do this, you know. Putting his fingerprints on everything. <laughs> that's that's his mo. You know, he does that. He does that, and and then trying to bring back other franchises and stuff. Like he was out here. The Moana thing is also going back into the whole road. Do you know about that? Forgot all the drama with that, right? With the, the yeah, live like, action one, and then the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, and then people are like, "Wait, what? Which one's actually going to be the one that's actually the true investment by Disney?" So, um, uh, Lynn um what's his name oh my god lin well lin well um yeah men well well yeah miranda yes yeah so he's a part of the live action one with the rock but he's not coming back for the animated so it's like people are in a whole flux with him and how he's moving you know what i mean because he draws a lot of attention i say all that to say that like for the one place that is his safe space i can't see him wanting to be a villain in this Day to day, it goes back to Cody and AEW. He hated being a villain. It just right. it drove him out of something he built, just to come back and be loved and be the top and most loved babyface in all of pro wrestling right now. I got to think that The Rock wants to be aligned with that, and he wants that rub. He wants that attention. He wants that good guy image, so he can get back to doing all the other things that he does. Everywhere he goes, even he just broke character as Hollywood Rock, and he, he dapped the baby because he loves yeah. that. You know. So at the end just, of the day, what you're saying is this whole deal is just a PR rehab campaign. It's an image rehab. It's all he's doing here. Firmly agree. Firmly agree. <laughs> this and this that, ain't that's interesting. This, I see you made me remember the other news that dropped about him this week. The mm-hmm. news that I guess Seven Bucks Productions is behind the work behind the scenes doing a uh, working on a Ric Flair biopic, <laughs> which of course has been talked uh, about for years. But I guess they officially said no. We're uh we're, we're far enough along on this now that uh we're willing to acknowledge that uh this is a thing. And given the current climate in wrestling, timing of that feels a little little hinky, mm-hmm. right there. So it's like a that's the move you want to announce right now that you're working on a Ric Flair biopic in the midst yeah. of all this, all this Vince McMahon drama. And you want to do a, a story of Ric Flair's life, knowing what that would have to uh, entail. If you're going to do an accurate uh, rendition of that. Yeah. <laughs> the timing of that, that, that came out I think, a day or two ago. And I was like, Dwayne, <laughs> what, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> so, he, it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder. Because like yeah, if they yeah. say if he's trying this whole image rehab thing, there's some steps like that where I'm like, you're dropping the news about this right now. And with all this, all this court stuff going on with Vince all over the news and wrestlers getting asked these difficult questions that they are not handling well. <laughs> you're bringing up Ric Flair. <laughs> you yeah. want to do a Rick, the Ric Flair story? I don't, yeah. Had you heard about that one? Did you catch that this week? Nah, that's new to me. But they you know, just, yeah, I, I just, agree. They just said it in the last like day or two. They announced that mm. I guess it's you know in, in development, I guess. And they have the, yeah. the rights to it or whatever. So mm. I don't know. That popped in my head. We got a few minutes here before we're okay. at our hour. What any other little things, boss man? What else you want to get into? What, as Cody would say, what you want to talk about? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we've we've run out the rock. I feel like we've yeah, I mean all about I, that. I, the one thing I think we got time for, probably going to extend it to next week, is the AEW hiring. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Um, so, um, I can't think of her name, Jennifer um, Peppermint. Yeah, Jennifer Peppermint. So, the writer, in, yeah, got a full former, graphic for, and everything. Yeah, former writer. Um, and she's coming in as a creative director, I think it is. Yeah, the VP of uh, they gave her a title, VP, I want to say, of creative content. Let me. Let me verify that. I'm looking this up right now, too. Yeah. Because they, I mean, they gave her the full graphic and everything, which just seemed so odd to me that they, uh, oh, God, people posting photos with her in the back. (laughs) Here it is. Uh, uh, Vice President of Content is what it says in the announcement from Tony Khan. 
Yeah, so, and I know the. I hear the rumors saying you know she's cool with Sasha and you know right. Mer- and, she's gonna and, be Mercedes' personal writer, right? <laughs> I, I, like, <laughs> um, you know, this person obviously having experience in wrestling and obviously WWE, WWE, AEW is needing. Um, it first of all, my quick assessment of this is there's nothing to jump to conclusion to until we get an assessment six months down the line. I don't right. care about if Sasha, I don't care about when Sasha comes and how this could be a good thing for her and whatnot. Cause like, I think that's very, that's, I think that's looking through a very narrow, a narrow scope, like understanding that um, if you are bringing somebody on and, and it is to address uh, the writing or handling of the women's content, then it's going to take more than just Sasha being on the show to prove that this person has made their dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Getting the all elite graphic laughable. No, no further comments on that. <laughs> that was the most um, inside the bubble thing I've seen it ever. You're putting up an all elite graphic for a writer. <laughs> like, what? Um, what? Yeah, I just don't. I don't think there's. A, a, I don't think there's a big story here besides if this person's going to come in and make change, then do it, and we'll see what it looks like six months down the line. You know, and I, I, I you know, there were stories about her past coming out. Um, which I have comments on that, and you know the whole rumors about her and Sasha. I don't care about that. Um, I, I again, as the women continue to really show and prove how important they are to the AEW roster, if this person is supposed to be somebody that's going to only elevate that, then yeah, we need to see the the results um, and, and not speculate anything until then. Yeah, what I my immediate reaction was two things. One, what immediately jumped out at me is like, oh my god, the 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 alleged you know wrestling company is hiring a writer. I thought this is the kind of thing they don't they don't do, and they hire you know a television writer. You know, this is a daytime Emmy winning writer. You know, she's yeah. her yes, she's worked in WWE. I think since like 2017 or 2018. But outside of that, I mean, her her pedigree is television writing not wrestling. And I thought it was funny that the company that was founded on, you know, this is the wrestling company for wrestling people. Now they're, they're hiring the TV writers, which is the thing that, you know, like they're always shaking their head, shaking their fingers out about, you know, no, no, that's, that's bad. WWE doing these scripts and all this and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But Hey, here we are. It, it's 2024. And uh, we know at this point, it's like, it, it is what it is. There's some change definitely needed. I guess the yeah. other factor I think really becomes is like, I'm curious to, you know, they're talking about, like you said, there's the rumors of her coming in, you know, for Sasha, but I'm, I'm hoping it's more than that. I'm hoping it's more than just the women's division. I mean, my thing is kind of like, hell, give her a run with things. I, I'd like to see three months of like, what, 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 what would she want to do? Like, she, if she's been in wrestling, you know, for this number of years now, it's like, I, I'd be curious to see AEW through a different, a different lens. Because we've only yeah. ever seen it through Tony's eye. And that's it. <laughs> uh, so I'd be curious. And, and if you and if you think all of a sudden somebody's just gonna hire somebody to say, so by the way, my vision's getting a little blurry here. Right. <laughs> please take over. Like, no, absolutely not. Right. We know that <laughs> like, ain't gonna happen. Pie in the sky yeah. dream on my part. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not speculating anything. I just need to see the results because I definitely have thoughts in a lot of dire- different directions, but I just don't think. You know, I, I obviously I'm not here to root for anybody's failure. I'm not here to be, uh, you know, I don't know the person. I, again, hear about the rumors and stuff like that. Thoughts about that, but just, just, just let's see the results. I want to see AW um, and and every wrestling con- a company, um, you know, just only get better. And that this is something to to elevate the brand. And yeah, let's see, let's see what it does. Especially yeah. when you get the all elite graphic. There you go. Then you know it's real. You get the all elite graphic. <laughs> we will definitely something we will have to keep an eye on and revisit over the weeks to come. So especially, I guess you know how once that big business show happens in a few weeks, mid March, I guess that's when we'll really start to get the idea of like how how is Sasha Mercedes Monet getting plugged into things out of the gate? That's kind of the first yeah. big question. Is like where does she fit into the picture once she arrives? in boston yeah. so yeah i don't know we'll see you in a few weeks yeah i guess yeah. we're at our time we, we, made we are let's, our two-man show here 
Fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, folks. Every Thursday night, 8 p.m., it's your Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. BigGoldBelt.com live for easy streaming, but also available on Twitch, YouTube, X, all kinds of different platforms. Of course, the website, as I just mentioned, BigGoldBelt.com for wrestling, movies, comics, and more, where you can find what's going on across all entertainment. Tons of interviews and stuff with our guy right here, too, James. Yeah. Always. Oh, they never know who you're going to run into, man. You're, you're <laughs> <laughs> between the recaps and the interviews. You, you got you got it covered, man. You you are, are the hardest working man involved with this deal. That I is try. how it is. <laughs> That's how I it is. Try. <laughs> I think we will have some of the other guys back here next week between Giant Crab and uh, Dan yeah. and he might show up. So. We'll see who we got here next week. But as I was saying, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. This is where you can find us, of course, at Big Gold Belt on all social media platforms. And until next week, that's how it is. So, folks, watch them wrestling this weekend. If you wake up for Elimination Chamber at Woo! 5 in the morning or earlier, you have my <laughs> uh, sympathies and get some sleep afterwards. <laughs> I will see the show when I see the show, and we'll talk about it here next week on Big Gold Belt. Until then, folks, take care, and we will talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>